Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Newcastle Jets attacker Daniel Steins. Daniel, thank you for joining me. Hi, mate. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No worries. So, firstly, to growing up um, your younger life, were you always into soccer at a young age or were there any other sports um, you played growing up? Uh, no, it was always soccer for me. You know, my... um. Uh, when I was younger, you know, uh, my older brother, um, he really, I think he really helped my uh, my passion for, for football as well as my dad. Um, you know, I was always down the park with them, practicing every day after school with my mates. You know, it was uh, it was always soccer for me, to be honest. And obviously, um, since you've come into the A-League, you've been more of that winger sort of player. Were you always a winger um, growing up? Um, yeah, I, I was a winger growing up and then I transitioned more into a, into a number 10 attacking midfielder. Um, and I played, you know, I played out wide, I played attacking midfield a lot of the time at Perth and, um, I've mainly played winger here yeah. at Jets, but I'd say, yeah, I, I love playing attacking midfield. That's probably my favorite position. And, um, now to Perth glory, cause you spent most of your A-League time there just talk to me firstly about like the step up from MPL to A League and how big that was for you. Yeah, it was. It's always it's always a big step. I feel A League is obviously the the best competition in in Australia for a reason. And I think when you're playing, you know, I was lucky enough that I played. Um, I played in the Perth Glory Academy early on, so we had the youth league, and we also were playing in the MPL. So back when the youth league was running, you play against players similar age similar ability you know obviously against other a-league teams so you could test yourself against them in a technical way but then you'd go and play in the MPL where it's uh it's men's football you know and um it's it's a much more physical game so i was lucky enough that i had that blend of of experience from both of those but look yeah it's 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 a step up you know i think i made my debut at perth when i was 17 or 18 um uh in the FFA Cup. So um yeah, look, it's 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 a big step up, but I think those MPL slash youth league, I know they don't have it anymore, but the youth the back then it gave you a, a good stepping stone to, to go into the A League. And now I believe you were in the 2018-19 Perth team that made the grand final. What was being a part of that team like for you? Yeah, that was that was a crazy feeling around the club. I um I played the first game again in the FFA Cup, and I unfortunately um got injured quite badly um in my ankle. I had to have surgery on my ankle, so I was injured for the whole A League season, unfortunately. But in saying that, just being around the, the group, it was it was incredible. You know, Tony Popovich came in and and revolutionised the club, and and you know really gave you know the people of Perth a lot of hope and a lot of uh a lot of success you know um i, I still remember the grand final was 55,000 at optus against sydney which was you know a crazy experience for perth especially football in perth because obviously a lot uh, in perth the afl dominates a lot of the the sporting uh world there so to see 55,000 of the grand final at optus was crazy it would have been nice if we won it but look it was it was still an incredible experience 
And I'm glad you brought up the injuries because that was actually my next question. I believe you had a fair few injuries um, during your time at Perth. Talk about that and how you dealt with those setbacks. Yeah, so I was uh, early on in my career, I was quite unfortunate with with the nature of my injuries and also with the timing. You know, both of my major injuries were just before the start of the A-League season. So it kind of, it set me back, set me back massively, but, you know, it it taught me a lot of things that, you know, obviously now being a bit older, um, you, you, you learn invaluable things, you know, how to look after yourself, how you can appreciate being on the pitch every day because it's a privilege to be on the pitch. You know, there's a lot of guys who, you know, when they have long-term injuries, it's, it's the only thing you want to do. That's what you love to do. You don't want to be in the gym doing rehab. So it taught me a lot about professionalism and a lot about how to, how to deal with uh, overcoming setbacks early on um, in your career. And now you obviously this year you made the switch from the glory to the Jets. How did the move um, to join the Newcastle Jets come come about for you? Um, Arthur uh, Arthur called me, um, you know, in the off season, and he talked he talked about me uh, coming over, um, and you know that was something that I I said to a lot of people that Jets were Jets were the the best team to watch last year by country mile, you know, the attacking football they played, um, you know, the players they had, um, you know, the way they were set up, it was something that was very attractive to me as an attacking player. And it was, yeah, once, once the boss called me, I knew straight away, this was the place I wanted to come to. And now obviously you had Callum Timmons and Brandon O'Neill come across as well to Newcastle. Did that sort of make your transition to Newcastle a little bit easier knowing you have those two coming across too? Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, you know, obviously I said in an interview a few few weeks ago that, you know, I've known Brano and Cal for a long time. So um it was it was really nice coming coming over um with them. You know, I lived with Brano for the first sort of two, three weeks before I got my own place here. And, um, yeah, definitely made the transition easy. And now, obviously, something we have to talk about is that goal against Western United. Um, We've heard in a lot of interviews that you said Hoffman and Elsie were telling you in the warm-up, but could you, like, describe that goal for you? Yeah. Um, Yeah, look, it was definitely probably the best goal I've scored in my career so far. yeah, look, it was it was crazy. We, you know, we 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 started off very well in that game. I felt very well. We created a lot of chances, and then obviously, Lockie Wales he scored a top goal that that day too. Um, but after that goal, I never really felt like we were, you know, we were down. I always felt we were going to come back, and basically, when the ball came to me, I only really had one thing on my mind: I was going to cut in because. That's you know they've always I've always practiced that kind of shot cutting in and, and shooting. So um, once I came in and once it left my foot, I knew it was going in, which was just yeah, obviously a great time to score your first goal for the club as well. Yeah, for sure, it was definitely a great goal. But now to more some general questions: What hobbies do you sort of have outside of football? Uh, so I'm actually studying law right now. So I wouldn't really call that a hobby, yeah. but um that's just the you know something i'm doing on the side um 
uni degree. So yeah, that's you know that's that's obviously something that I, I have on the side. You know, I love going for coffee. I love music. So um, that's probably there's they're probably the the three. And with the coffee, do you have a particular um, favorite place you go to get your coffee in Newcastle? Uh, I'd say extraction. And now um, on, on yeah. yeah, on on King Street, yeah, King Street, top yeah. coffee. I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. Now on to the favorite beaches in Newcastle. Obviously, I was talking to Rena the other day, and he lives right on Newcastle. But do you have a particular favorite beach in Newcastle? Uh, I would say Dixon, Dixon Beach. Yeah, I really like that beach. I've been three or four times, and yeah, I, re- I really love it there. Um, and I love going to Bogey Hole too. That's kind of a, you know, I probably go there the most out of out of anywhere in Newcastle. So yeah, I love that spot. Um, do you have any like I guess superstitions before a match day game? Nah, not not really, mate. Not not really. I always kind of eat the same things. Um, day before on game day, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's a superstition. It's more routine. Like if I do, if I have something slightly different, it won't won't really bother me. Yeah, and obviously we got Wellington away this weekend, which is always a tough place to go for any side in the league. How are the boys feeling? Um, obviously on the back of a loss from last weekend, but how determined are the boys to turn it around this weekend in such a tricky place to go? Yeah, like you said, it's never it's never an easy place to go, Wellington. You know, um, it's actually similar to Perth in that respect. Um, but look, the lads are lads are very determined to turn around. You know, we we um yeah, we reflected on the game on the weekend, and everyone's you know um, everyone's ready to to put that right again. You know, and really kick on. And before we end, um, we have a most of the fan questions were what is your best advice you could give to young footballers trying to make it professionally? Um, look, obviously, you know, working hard is, is a non-negotiable, you know, you have to be, you have to be obsessed with, with getting better every day. I, I feel that's, if, if you want to be a professional footballer, I feel you have to have that ingredient, but I also feel like you should enjoy your football as much as you can, you know, because, you never get that time back. And I, I often think about the times when, you know, I was younger, you know, probably the ages of 11 to 15, where I would be down in the park with my mates, kicking a ball around. And it was, you know, it was the most enjoyable times. So I think if you can marry those two things up, you know, you have a very good chance. All right. That is all. Thank you, everyone, for watching. But mainly thank you to you, Daniel, for coming on. And I wish you all the best for the season. Hopefully we see more goals like that um, in the, the rest of the season. Thanks for having me on, me on mate. I really, really appreciate you taking time for uh, having me on. And yeah, like you said, hopefully we can kick on.